0: Whatever, yeah, whatever. <sighs> all right, all right. I'm not, not really. the one.
1: All right, we're live. Right.
0: Yeah, I know. Love I'm. Not, I'm. I'm not. The, I'm not the one to question that. But I'm just saying, you know, mm. just saying. Uh. uh yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm. I'm. Not, I I'm right, got the audio's good. Other
1: uh, yeah. audio check.
0: Yeah. The um, my computer speakers are on. I thought I could hear it through my headset, but nevertheless, that doesn't matter. Um. Sound like we're good. Got a few people already watching on YouTube. Had a few people to catch us on SoundCloud. Oh, I mean, not on SoundCloud, but on Twitch. Which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, to... I know
1: that one person you checked out wound up was was spam.
0: Yeah, I'm Did not worried.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not worried about that. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not
0: not dealing with that because you know how that goes. Everybody wanna do stuff for numbers and not ne- necessarily content. Mm-hmm. This is episode 106 of the First and Frame Race podcast. Um, I got a lot of other podcasts out here. Um, they say they're going to do this for, they're going to do the episode for the year. This will be their final one this week. Now, for us, we plan on not doing any episodes next week. The entire Christmas week is going to be you know, us just doing our thing with our families or just doing things on our own. Um, but the 31st of December, is a Tuesday, and I think that'll be a perfect time for us to do our year in review um, episode. So, with that being said, that's where we're going to do our last episode. Uh, got a lot of other things um, in store for that particular episode. So, um, hopefully, you know, we have people who tune in. I'm going to post those things up on the um, on social media because there's a lot of changes going to be coming for 2020. All positive, so don't don't worry or anything. I think it just benefit everybody, you know, us as well as the viewers and listeners. Uh, nevertheless, we got two topics on deck, um, we're waiting for bills to come through. Uh, he may be busy with his um with his uh, singing and his music, which is all is fine and well. Um, it's just, so right now it's just me and DJ. On the two topics, we're gonna have the college football player predictions. I know there's a couple of people listening to us. I uh, was asking about when we were gonna do that. I always had that scheduled for this um, week. And we're going to talk about sports gaming in 2020 because I really don't want to talk about that in the year in review episode. So we could talk about the sports gaming in 2020, especially with the new consoles coming out. So, DJ, um, what's been going on with you the last couple of days?
1: Well, if for those that uh, didn't catch that tweet, which was early in the morning, had a near near uh, accident this morning that rattled me for a bit. So I have spent most of the day just recovering from that and just chilling out and uh, been playing. I just released another uh, State of Decay episode that, yeah, you guys definitely want to check it out because shit happens. So other than that, ready for these topics, ready for a good uh, episode and glad to be here and glad everyone who's listening is here at the moment and we'll be here. Yeah, yeah, great,
0: great, all, all the time because people who come through always gives us great feedback on a, on a channel and on the episodes and give us some great ideas. So that, that always works out. Um, nevertheless, DJ, find his stuff, his, his blog is in the description. You can find his Twitch that's also in the description and you also can find his Twitter all that's down in the description. So if you want to follow him and get other information as far as what he likes to do and uh, what he dislikes as well, it's all there. Now, mm-hmm. as, as for me, um, I put together a dining table. <laughs> <laughs> I, was able to, I, I went to do that because, uh, you know, I bought a di- another dining table for the house. Um, Just doing some more tweaks with this new computer um, graphics card. Um, I'm still loving it. I uh, may get another CPU. Um uh, may upgrade the CPU now cuz they're actually getting pretty cheap, but that 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 may come down somewhere down the road. Nevertheless, love gaming on this PC. I, I mean, the 480 was nice but the 5700 is, is it's just magnificent. Hmm. Um other than that, um just gaming and getting stuff done, stuff done around the house and uh, just getting ready for, you know, Christmas, you know, this is my son's first first Christmas as well, so I'm really, you know, excited about that. All the things me and my wife bought for him and I bought a few things for my wife and you know, uh, I know one thing that I'm getting for Christmas and I mean, we all talked about my squeaky chair so <laughs> that's one thing I'm actually getting for Christmas, but there's like other things that she bought and she will not say what it is. I haven't been asking anyway. So it's it's just an exciting time, you know, you know, with the new year, my birthday just passed, New Year's coming up, Christmas. It's a lot of things moving and shaking, a lot of things changing. So um I'm just really excited about that. Um, on the 31st, like if you guys haven't come up, the 31st will be the last episode of the year. We're not gonna do any episodes um next week all throughout the Christmas week. We're not doing any episodes because Christmas falls on a Wednesday, I think, right?
1: Yep, it does. Just,
0: yeah, so we're not gonna do we're not gonna do any episodes on Christmas Eve, and we're not gonna do anything after Christmas. That is everybody's time to t- spend time with your families. You know, you can you can chat with us on Twitter or whatever, but most of the time, you know, we're not gonna be sitting here talking so. Uh, But nevertheless, the 31st, that's when we're going to talk about all the changes as far as this uh, this, uh, podcast goes. And like I said, I have a lot of things. I haven't even told DJ and Bills yet the things I want to do. Maybe I'll tell them after the episode, but there's things that I want to do. And it it involves you guys that listen and support. And I think it'll be a win-win for everybody. Um, Nevertheless, um, Bills isn't here. Um, so we can't do the NFL picks because he has all that information. Um, Daniel Daly, Chris um, Thomas, thank you guys. Always coming through Young Noble. Same thing, just straight up, you know, loyal listeners. I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, uh, Spectacular Pooh said he was gonna be here, but he's streaming right now on his end.
1: Um, he better learn to multitask. Well, you know, I mean, he 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 kind of like, he, he, can, he, he, can, he can get on his phone and be like. Guess what? Um, start what? What does it call it? Lurking.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. he kind of he kind
0: of like... caught, caught the uh, uh, NCAA 08 bug because now he wants to stream it all of a sudden. Since I've been streaming it, you yeah, know, copy but, that. Uh, yeah, you know, but that's okay. Uh, also, you can catch this um on iTunes and SoundCloud. Always catch us there if you can't catch us live, or if you want to listen to us later on. Perfect way to do it. You can download the episodes there and listen to us on that. Um. Also, I'm live streaming on Twitch as well, along with DJ. I think DJ, you were pretty much down um you live stream on YouTube still, right?
1: Yeah, because I'm not budging with this whole copy situation, and they've actually adjusted their uh harassment. And I, I, I don't do harassment videos like everybody <laughs> seems to do. So yeah, um, they have been doing I, a, they've been I doing cool they've been, there.
0: Yeah, you're right. They've been doing a lot of changes to curtail, you know, to help out gamers who you know who actually game and not really targeting children, you know, they, they've been doing a lot. And that's a good thing because at first, it was like nobody could upload anything that has anything to do with games. So that's a good thing. They they actually come to
1: their senses. But well, nevertheless, well, the, what, funny, what well, the, funny, the funny thing about it is that it kind of reminds me, if you had that one friend, that un, one uninvited friend that, that seems to come over a lot. And it's just like, you're trying to, you know, give them signals that they need to leave or come around again. That's kind of what YouTube is doing. And, you know, eventually they're going to get to a point, but you know, what's, what's going to happen. There's going to be a a competitor, not Twitch, not mixer, not whatever. It's going to be somebody out of left field that's going to come out and they're going to be what YouTube used to be. And everyone's just going to go over there and they're going to get all the partnerships. Like basically they're going to get like uh, hooked up with Sony and Microsoft. So they can people can stream, and they're going to get like a Google Hangouts type thing, and YouTube will be dried up, and once that happens, it will take about five years for YouTube to, to be a desert.
0: Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. I do like that caffeine um, site. It, it looks like it has a lot of potential. There's a couple of things they need to change, but so far, yeah. so good.
1: The one thing that I haven't streamed on there since I did a, I did a couple of like random live streams on there, and it, it, it's good, but you don't you you don't have a storage, you don't there's not a place where you store your streams. Yeah, you can't keep Without the out. content, right? Yeah, so that's the downfall there. It's almost like if you stream there, you gotta multi-stream someplace else to keep right. the content. Right. And that's that's not good. Um
0: let's talk about these uh college football um playoffs. Um I don't I don't have anything to say about any game outside of them. I, I think the Alabama Michigan game is gonna be interesting.
1: Uh, Oregon versus whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa! You you're reading the wrong bracket. Are you no no, 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 no? What I'm saying?
0: No, I'm talking about outside of the playoffs. Oh, sh-
1: about the Saturday? I think yeah, yeah about Alabama, I'm like,
0: what? No, 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 out, no, <laughs> Outside of this bracket. <laughs> 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 no, outside of the playoffs. I think Michigan Alabama is going to be a decent game. The Oregon Wash Wisconsin game is going to be a good game. And also, I always look at my personal team, the Georgia Southern Eagles. They're playing Liberty, so those like three games I'm gonna look at outside of the the Bowls. All the other ones are, yeah, they're okay. But um, we have Oklahoma playing LSU, um, number four versus number one, and we have Clemson versus Ohio State. Um, I heard that um, Oklahoma lost two of their top players on defense or something like that. So but they
1: got suspended or something? Yeah,
0: they got suspended or got caught with PDs or something like that and so I think that's going to curtail them. I didn't think they had a chance against LSU anyway. But um just that's just my uh my pick as far as it comes to that team. I just don't see anything on their end. Um what are your thoughts about Oklahoma LSU if you you know if you know anything just on your mind about them?
1: Well, with that happening with Oklahoma, I I, I think LSU will definitely pull that out.
0: I'll take that back. It's been three players suspended.
1: Yeah, LSU's pulling that out. Because <laughs> whenever you get, like, a team whose players, you know, if for some reason they, they're they able to get away with it throughout the season, but once you get that break, that lull where they're not playing, they think they could do some stuff and think they – it'll go, get out of their system by the time they then that's the time they get busted. Like they go to these random parties doing the right time they're, the they're, still, yeah.
0: they're still celebrating and shit.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, this time of year for college football players is dangerous if you're in the BCS uh, Final Four playoffs. And then for the even for the bowl team, bowl uh matchups, those players because there's it's just okay, it's just you're you're taking your classes and just, just too much time on your hands, too much time. And kids these days, kids back in the day, kids, but even before then, like our parents were kids, their grandparents were kids. If you give kids enough time, they will find trouble. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just the case here with Oklahoma. And uh, yeah, so I got LSU winning that one. So once I got LSU, so we, we can talk about. Yeah, I mean the thing is, I think it's the better matchup is Ohio State versus Clemson.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and my thing is, you have the starting defensive end, the starting I think is one. I don't know if he's starting, but the running back and a wide receiver, all three of them are, are suspended for the game. Uh mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't think. I didn't think Oklahoma had a chance with that. Even with these guys, I, I still think LSU is probably going to beat them, maybe by three. I'll say it may, maybe two, maybe three touchdowns. Now I'm leaning towards three because LSU has been playing very well. Mm. Um, the other game we have here, we have Clemson and Ohio State. Like you said, um, this is almost a pick 'em because both teams could go. Both these could go either way. Uh Clemson is really good. Ohio State's really good. Great coaching, mm-hmm. great players. Um, you have Chase Young at defensive end, he might cause problems for that Clemson offensive line. But then again, you have a running back at Clemson that can actually run the ball against anybody. So it, it and you also have Trevor Lawrence. So it, you're looking at it where that this might this may be the game of the playoffs because I think whoever wins or goes up against LSU you know they they may have a a big problem. LSU is just a juggernaut. Um I do like Justin Fields against um uh Clemson's defense. Clemson's defense been so so kind of suspect all year as well. So it it, it it you can go either way either one of these teams. So I have no idea. Um you said it's going to be a more compelling game, more entertaining game. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick who would you think?
1: Ohio State Think
0: Ohio State can no beat No
1: hesitation. Up. Ohio State is beating Clemson, and I I don't care if anybody wants to come back and clip it after the game. And let's say Clemson were to win, I'm I'm just I'm no You're going hesitation. down with the ship, huh? Yeah, I'm going down with the ship. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a one-two matchup in the national championship, and then there's the other concern, the same concern that I have for the Oklahoma players being suspended. There's gonna be a two was it a two-week lull to the national championship game being played on January 31st. I think that's a Monday.
0: All let me, right.
1: Let me, let me just check to make sure that is a, that is a Monday. Yeah. That's, that's damn near three weeks, three week law. Yeah. They, they need to have these happen, you know, within two weeks. Cause these kids are just getting in trouble. But yeah, we got LSU versus Ohio state and and, I'm saying Ohio State all the way.
0: Oh, I, I can't be mad at that because I when you really look, like I said, both teams have something, you know, they, they have something that will work against either one. I mean, you know, but I, I think Justin Fields could be the difference maker because um, Justin Fields is just uh, he's a monster. I mean, he's been playing very well this year. Um I don't know. Uh, It's going to be – I think that's going to be the game, honestly. I think it's going to be the game. I don't have anything else to add to it, Uh, but I am really – let me go back. Let me see when they're actually playing. Oh, they are playing on the 28th? Uh, Let's see. Yeah, they're playing on the 28th, which is kind of early for the playoffs. No, no, no. I'll take that back because they actually play on the first week of January. But I think the national championship game this year is going to be two weeks
1: after. I think what what they used to do is that since, what is it? Let me pull up the calendar again. Uh, let's see, the 28th being next Saturday. Right.
0: But maybe, they say, they saying that the national championship game is going to be on the 13th. I think yeah, it the
1: usually would be on the 6th.
0: Yeah, it used to be the week after.
1: Unless there's some scheduling conflicts because the game is being played in New Orleans. So um, um, i I'm, so I'm it must it... be a concert or something because it's being uh, no, played at no. Superdome.
0: It could be that, or it just could be
1: just NFL playoffs or just mm-hmm. NFL conflict. It, w- it wouldn't be, because the NFL, they only play their playoff games on Saturday or Sunday. They don't have any Monday, and the 6th the is on a Monday, the week prior. Yeah,
0: that's true. They're, they're so that's why I was saying. Yeah, that's, that's right. Their national championship game has always been on a Monday. That's right.
1: Yeah, so that's why uh, – wait a minute. And wait, it it kind of depends on what channel – No, because if it like, let's say Fox was doing the national championship, they wouldn't have anything else that they needed to get ratings competing with it. Like if like if something were to take place on Friday, they have Friday Night SmackDown that they want to continue to boost up, so they don't want it to be preempted by, you know, excuse me, a national championship game. Right. Uh, it, It 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 is what it is, but that's too much time given to these kids and the rest of them getting suspended, doing something stupid. I'm like, and, and I'm like, they're being college kids. I'm like, if that was the case in the, with the Oklahoma students, then I'm like, what can you do? I, like, I just you think, can't I just, keep them in their rooms the whole entire time. Plus they go home.
0: No, I, I just think it just it becomes a time where, you know, you just have, you can put it on the coaches or whatever. They, you know, they just don't like the discipline in certain moments to keep them grounded. You know, it, it, sometimes some of these players have plenty of time on their hands, and they just know when to do the right thing. Vice versa, they they just, they just don't, and some of them just led differently. You know, well, it, it could be a lot of it could be a lot of different, you know, aspects to that, and I think it it could be something to do with coach discipline as well.
1: Okay, let me let me ask you this because I, I have you when you were in college playing football, did you have did you did your team make it to the playoffs at any point? Um.
0: Oh goodness, that was what? Oh six. We was, was. At, we was in the FCS back then. Um, I'm pretty. Yeah, we did.
1: Okay. And then, how many weeks did you have between you know your final game of the season and then the playoffs? Where it was, like, a well, week? well, There's you got to think. I know or, it's like a big tournament.
0: Yeah, it's a big tournament. So we did ours pretty much like right away. Like oh, okay. We didn't have like a. We didn't have like a really big gap between them because like, um, if anything, we played our last game and we may had a week or two. Hmm. So it was it was kind of like that, and it was just it just turned right around, and the playoffs started, and you know the playoffs were pretty much done by the second,
1: maybe first,
0: first or second week of the of January. So it was it was a quick turnaround.
1: See, and that's and that's the funny thing with the FCS they kept you they kept you guys busy. It was just like there was no lull time, and in and uh, with, with the with yeah Division One A, it's like you had that time where the kids go through the finals. And before their last final ends around like mid December, then the bowl games take place after that. So the kids that participate in fall sports at their university, they have just their classes that they're doing. Well, they're practicing, but then there's a chance that with um that kids are going home for the for the winter break. So Yeah, I mean you, you also have exams at that time too, and you know Well, that's you know. what I'm saying. You you have exams, but then I see because I didn't I almost had a chance to play in college I didn't I I did it for like a week and it was just like you know college football well the football altogether wasn't for me at that level I realized that because I was at uh Frostburg originally so I was down in division three right and um yeah and a lot of people don't even know about that I I did I, I attempted to play college football. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I wish. I, 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 I wish I had. I wish that I, I didn't give it up at that point. because – Yeah, I
0: mean, I was kind of. I was low key kind of forced to give it up on my grades, so I didn't play the entire season. But, and I was walk on, so I didn't really didn't have the choice. But nevertheless,
1: oh, I, I was being recruited.
0: Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't recruited, so I kind of knew. I knew how it was, nevertheless. So
1: yeah, because it was yeah. either because it was either Frostburg or Bowie State. And, you know, the, the, the oh, God, I had a terrible experience. And on that recruiting trip, it wasn't even a trip because technically Bowie State is right down the highway. But it was just once I got there, first of all, first of all, the guy got my name wrong. And then <laughs> two, because I'm like, there are two Derricks on there were two Derricks on our high school team at Wild Lake. One, the other Derek was the quarterback. He strictly he played quarterback and was a punter. I strictly played wide receiver. Right. And they would I think they were trying to convert me to a defensive back. And that along with the bad tour, I really didn't want to convert to a DB. Right. That's understandable. So and plus Frostbury had better food. I'm like, they actually <laughs> fed, they fed myself. My it was myself and my father. We both went and it's a two-hour ride up to uh into Garrett County. Uh that's kind of extreme western Maryland in the mountains got southern pa that's right there and um yeah they fed us they traded us well they treated us with respect they called me by the right name and they was like look we got you a wide receiver just to let you know you're gonna be like sixth or seventh right there on the depth chart but if you keep working at it and right. I, and to this day I'm i felt like this is kind of like a confession now to this day when i when i quit I felt like I let down that receiving core that literally was mentoring me. Like they wanted me to be where they were. And, you know, as far as a wide receiver group, that was probably the first and only experience of being in a close-knit receiver unit.
0: Right, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, think about college ball. And it's one thing why I love Georgia Southern so much. I mean, like these guys, those guys are like brothers. They're like family. And I love watching how, not only the time when I was there, when um, I, I love how the way they actually do their things, you know, mm-hmm. and when it comes to them just uh, being together as one and actually looking out for one another, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, a lot of people look at college ball and they think like, oh, it's all about winning. You know, that's all we need to do. We need to win. And like, no, I mean, you learn a lot of things about life just by being a part of the team and learning about that brotherhood and actually things that you learn from your coach. Like, It's like that extended fatherhood that the coach brings to you about discipline and learning how to overcome obstacles and, you know, just being, you know, a player. And not only that, it it translates to what you do in life. So college is very, um, it's very important, you know, especially college ball, Mm -hmm. you know, it's uh, and I think that's something that people don't really, uh, may not understand, so. I'm I'm all here for that, and you know that's why I love my school. Cause to them, it's you know it's all about it's about winning, but it's not all about that. Those guys are actually you know learn to be somebody at the end of the day, and I think that's way that's really important. You know when you are becoming not only a football player but a student and you know an athlete or you're just learning just how to you know function in life. You know it's not just about going there and winning a championship for a couple for a. Uh, uh, a school that really don't want to pay you, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's bigger than that. So shout out to all the, shout yeah. out to all the coaches who actually try to instill some type of morals and values to their kids because it, it it goes a long way, especially well, especially all of our African
1: American kids. It, it goes a long way. Well, you know what? I, you know my story on that. Just to dwell on since we're there on this topic, uh, yeah, I playing baseball i had a coach that was like that uh but this happened when i was like almost i first year being a teenager so like 13 14 15 was where i you know was picked up by a coach his name was alan fleming uh this was in baseball so we were playing like youth baseball it was a church team called the columbia uh community church angels so we like we were picked up from our like because our city also had a, a youth league, but the way they treat African Americans is that they would always stick us in the outfield. Right, always stick us in the outfield. They would pinch, you know, pinch hit or pinch run. And this happened to me like towards the tail end of high school, and it was it was degrading. It was very degrading. I don't think that coach to this day realizes how degrading it was to me to do that to me, and and people like me. And um he was he was, from day one, he was like, What's your natural position? And I was like, I'm a I'm a natural infielder. I'm like, I, I have a short attention span, so I couldn't sit in the outfield all day. Right. But I had quick reflexes, you know, playing video games and all that, all that other stuff that people are like, oh, you're not gonna make yourself into anything playing video games all day. Yeah, throw something at me, boom, see how I was able to catch that. Yeah, quick <laughs> reflexes. But um, yeah, so I had played shortstop. But the mentality of that coach was that he treated us like grown men. Right. So his thing was about being professional. And it started from the uniform that we wore. We wore our uniform a certain way. would no, I'm like, if we were caught wearing our uniform a certain way, he'd be like, he would nip it in the butt. And that was one of the things. Discipline-wise, he was t- the most... I think he was the most disciplined coach I actually went to uh, that I, I played for, and uh-huh. then on top of that, we had fun. Eventually, we built the chemistry off these uh off these experiences. We started out like zero and five, and then he he was the only coach that I knew that we, that called the players at home is a give him a pep talk. But he called me for a specific pep talk. And this pep talk was about leading the team. At 13 years old, what coach is calling you at home to say, hey, I need you to lead this team because they look up to you?
0: Right. I mean, but see, that's the thing. You know, only coaches who really pay attention to their, and I'm not saying all coaches don't do this. There are mm-hmm. some coaches who do pay attention to their players, but you could tell what coaches actually do when they actually say stuff like that. You and, know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And, and the thing is, especially as an African-American kid, that means way more than anything else in that sport, in life, that somebody that I'm like, he knew me, he knew, he knew my father and we, they both had that shared frustration about how African-American players are being treated in our town of Columbia, as far as baseball was concerned. But it was definitely the the moment I needed to step into a lead role. And we won six in a row. We went through the playoffs. Um, we won a championship. Then the next year, we did something that no local team has done, whether it's high school, whether it was youth ball. That was virtually – go. Well, we went undefeated in two leagues – and won a championship in at least one of them. We, they did. I don't think they finished this t- season because we played in Baltimore City mm-hmm. and beat all the teams there. Well, it was a lot more competition in Baltimore City than it was in Columbia. Uh, News flash: African Americans can play baseball. And t- t- that if you go on the, ball, the inner city, you can find ball players. And our coach turned a person who had never played baseball before in his in his life could not- he noticed the raw talent that this kid had and eventually this kid eventually had turned those raw talents into baseball skills and he was he started to produce at first he, he it was like a fish out of water but eventually he learned to breathe the air the oxygen of baseball and he, tch, my kid was fast of uh, was hardworking and it worked for him Work for the like anybody else, so like we took our biggest kid who was like almost 250 pounds and we taught him to steal home.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, was, that was, hey, that's stuff like that is what it's all about, you know. Learning just uh, just having coaches like that is really valuable. I, I understand, like, when my, I have my son start to play sports, I, I want him to have a coach like that because you know, it, it at the end of the day, it's not all about just winning games. Um, you want to win, but you're not gonna win if you don't have the guys in place to actually be leaders or just find their potential. Just, that, those are the things that, that, that's that's really important when it comes to
1: that. Shoot, long oh. as that long as that coach is not at uh South Carolina, <laughs> right? I really don't I, I don't want nobody from South Carolina coaching him. DJ Soren is there. Nah, that's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh nonetheless, um, still waiting on Bills. Bills hit me up, said that he he has one more thing he has to do before he can come in. Um, let's jump into a little bit of sports gaming as well. Like we're, we're kind of moving along pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It's only 30 minutes in, but that's not too bad. Um, what's, uh, what, what's your uh thoughts about sports gaming next year with these new consoles coming out? I know we all talked about a little bit about Madden 2021 and we haven't talked much about NBA 2K. We, we don't even know what these games going to look like, but my thing is like, do you think it's still going to be status quo? Because, I mean, I feel like money is still going to be pushing these, these games. I mean, as much as we want simulation, I still think money is going to try to push these games to the limit to where that's going to be the forefront. And they're going to give us a little bit just to make us say ooh and ah, but at the end of the day, uh, we kind of know what, what's going to drive these games. Do you have any dissension on that? What are your thoughts?
1: I don't, I, 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 for some reason, I don't have a good outlook on sports gaming and the new consoles. It's just um, I, especially with the what they're messing up in, what they're overlooking as far as just making sure settings s- save. When you, like when I log into NBA 2K 20 and I'm constantly having to reset my controller settings because the server resets them upon connection.
0: So you got to understand on that as well. Like we, we didn't have that problem when we had the PS3, everything just saved. No, but here's the thing
1: I from researching it as I've, I've learned that it was an issue. It's been an ongoing issue. This is the first year for me that it was happening, even okay. though I was logged into. So I could see how much of a hassle it, what it, it, it has been for the community. That has uh, dealt with this. It was the first time. This is the first year that happening. But at the same time, it was like this is something that I, I believe it's simple. I know devs laugh it off, and fellow devs and sub devs, they'll laugh it off, laughing at people like, "Oh, they think it's easy." Well, yeah, it's easy to 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 not to, to not address it and just you know hear the feedback and not address it. I'm like, the sooner you address it, the better it will be to fix it. I'm All like, right. and when it's clear, like in 2K's issue, it's clearly the 2K servers. It is mm. clearly the servers because when I'm not connected to the internet, the settings save, There's they're saved. I don't have to reset them. But the moment I connect to the server, it resets my settings. That's a That's a hell no in my book. Right, and like,
0: are, it, and like, like honestly, I never—I'm not saying I never had that issue, but I never mm-hmm. noticed it myself. I've always been okay with what I had.
1: Mm-hmm. And then when you look at Madden, they have another issue on their hands. Well, besides franchises and the running animations, oh god. Um, when it comes to settings resetting, because they have that same—they have an issue like that too. But it happens when you go into play now. No matter what you have your settings on, like defensive assist, visual, like the visual uh, settings, mm-hmm. you go in, all of a sudden, it's like it didn't compute. Like all of a sudden, you could see the defense assist, you could see the coverage assist, and stuff like that. And I was like, no, I, I, plus I'm playing on all men. That shouldn't be on at all. Like I have it s- set up to where it's off. All right. But the moment I go into play it now, resets it to where so i had to go in the pause menu and do that so so what
0: what do you think about um gameplay issues i mean do you think they're going to be you know way much more improved or you still think they're going to have their same legacy issues
1: they had 10 years to figure this shit out on this gen i have no hope for them to figure out their gameplay issues it's one of those things where i look at i even with it's funny that I know one of your biggest complaints comes from MLB to show with the back ball going through the bat. Right. And they need to figure that out. That's that's another
0: thing. That's that's just as
1: simple as making the bat a physical object beyond what they have, because obviously they have enough of it uh, that count accounts for the physicality of the baseball bat.
0: But see, this is the thing. This has been an issue only on the PS4 era. It, It has not been an issue during the PlayStation 3. And I got proof of that, because I still have my PlayStation 3 games. Mm -hmm. You don't have that issue at all. But for some reason, when the PS4 came out, it it was an issue.
1: Like, Here's the thing. If you can simulate the physical nature of the ground to where, like, okay, you know how, like, old Madden's, whether it was grass or turf, it always appeared the players ran on top of it. Like right, They ran on top of it without sinking in. When natural grass, you sink into it a little bit, and then right. now you can see the players. It's just resetting the the actual floor that the players are attached themselves to. So it appears that they're sinking into the ground. So it's just like you can do if you can do that with a whole freaking football field you can do that with a baseball bat you can do that with a hockey stick that's another issue i have with nhl trust me all these sports can catch it nhl has an issue with with uh with their sticks um especially with board play sticks are going through players they're going through uh the boards uh it's, it's 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 pretty weird where you know you
0: had that this generation you want that to change for next next generation and I totally agree I think that's where it needs to be. Um, let's look at uh, a couple of these um, a couple of these comments. Casey Classic, what's going on? I don't See him much? He said this been an L issue for a while. I'm pretty sure he's talking about the settings. Yeah,
1: that's he's talking about two, yeah, he's talking about two K because I saw that pop up when I was talking about it. Right. So, yeah, I agree. It's it's I'm like it's just funny just whenever I'm looking at settings and sliders, I'm constantly going back and forth researching what the community. It's like, I do what I do, but then I research the community. And it's like, I feel like it's a balance, balancing act to find what I need. That's strictly in the middle, like to, you know, combine the two and it's constant people not sure what, uh settings mean and how gameplay is affected by it and there's a lot of people there's a lot more people that are left in the dark about these settings universally as far as each sport that we play video games on and it's crazy that this has not been cleared up by any devs on any uh well next generation i mean hopefully that'll be you know
0: because this generation i'm not worried about it it's not going to happen this generation uh also um Young Noble said 2K20 is trash all the way around. I haven't bought the game, I couldn't tell you. I'll be honest with you. It's not trash
1: all the way around. It's just what to me, 2K20 went the route of NBA Live and they tried to do the individual, like they really tried to individualize movement. In a video game sense, it may not be a good idea. Because as much as I, I that's realistic to learn individual players. It's just when you want your player to do something simple, they don't do anything simple these days. You want a player to just take off. He doesn't just take off. He like lags for a bit, and this it's like a hesitation. I want my movement one-to-one, whatever their movement is.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm okay with 2K19, so I'm, I'm not too worried about it. Well, 2K19
1: um, kind of started that trend.
0: Yeah, but that game plays, it just plays a phenomenal game of ball, and there's no reason for me to buy another one. Uh. Um. Also, you had um. Chris Thomas say, We'd like to see free live content from some football game. It don't have to be generic. Just make it full of customized.
1: That's um, been a wish of everybody for years. Free live
0: content from a similar free live content. Yeah. Man, the monetization that, that's a problem. I, I would love to see it too, but then these well, companies well, okay. are just so greedy, man.
1: Yeah, because again, looking at Madden, if I'm looking at the superstar abilities and X-Factors, they were fine until people, and I'm not blaming the consumers, when people started really like, yeah, this is nice, this is nice, the suits was like money. All yeah, right. you 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 can love, you everything love. in this game that superstar related, Put every have everybody do superstar abilities. Yeah, you can low key
0: blame them for that because they're the ones the reason why they the the, the suits are liking it. Because well, but the, but like the thing
1: it. is, I'm not blaming them because that's a natural reaction when you like something. I'm not gonna blame I'm not gonna blame the consumer because of what they naturally like and it was something that they wanted. But eventually, it became an issue to where you can't do simple stuff without the abilities. The abilities were supposed to be an enhancement to what a player earned through their ratings, not a replacement for it. All right. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I would like
0: to see. I really, I would just like to see a game just come out and just be just just straight up with honest and just, just really good gameplay. Is, sure.
1: I, to me, I feel like 2K19 was like one of the last games to actually do that. And then on top of that, going back to Madden, they still need to get the ball physics and you know physics all around as far as ball trajectory, not just passing, um, kicking as well. I'm like I, I, I CPU did a CPU versus CPU game, and that's you don't kickers don't low line drive shots, uh, kicks from like 45 yards out. They have a high enough arc and they have enough strength to where they don't need the low line drive it unless they're like at their extreme end of their range and it's, you know, it's I, just I, like that doesn't make any sense either you you almost have to see you you change the setting to like for the kick power on uh field goals and then all of a sudden the AI thinks they can kick 65 66 yard field goals so they'll start try, attempting those and it's just like it's a Double edged sword with that is so that, like, okay, increase the kicking power, but now the AI is screwed
0: up. Well, I, I just think at the end of the day, that just goes back to program because you touch one thing, it always messes up something else. That's just an issue with Madden. I, I think they just need to overhaul the entire game. Maybe they'll do that for the next consoles. I don't know, but um, it's just well, that when I've been playing like NCAA08 mm-hmm. or Madden 08 recently, you have where those things that was back then. And we're asking for it now. Like for Nine times out of ten, those are the things that we're asking for, things that were actually in the game at one point that actually made a difference. Because, like, you can look at my streams and actually playing the games, it looks like and it feels like an unpredictable football game. Now, we know most of these games are scripted, are pretty much all of them are, but it feels like an unpredictable game. I don't know what play to run. I don't know what to do. I actually have to do something to actually win the game. But, like, with Madden, it, it gets to a point where you know what, what play is going to work. Mm-hmm. And you know why they work. And it just doesn't make it any, you know, it doesn't make it fun, you know. Um, Chris Thomas also said that they should make new throwing mechanics for Madden 21, like a throwing meter, like they have a pitch meter, MLB to show. So passing that you could be more precise in your throws and could be a skill gap. Could you imagine if they actually had a, a throwing meter like MLB to show for people throwing the ball in Madden? Then people will shit bricks.
1: Yeah. already no, was- it, 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 It's not shooting down. It, it's a good idea for comp players. But everyone else, I'm like, I, I'm I'm the type that believes in choice. So if you, if they could put it they can put it in there but not hardwire it. So everyone had to do it, then I would be fine with that. But if it was something they had to hardwire and get rid of the old passing system, I I would stay away from that because when you're pitching, that's one thing. It's a static thing when you're pitching. When you're playing quarterback, there's so many things you have to account for. I'm like, people already complained enough from the vision cone. I'm like, that I don't know what they were complaining about. They just, to me, I there were folks that just didn't know football and didn't know how to handle uh, having quarterbacks with thin vision cones and how you could snap to a different receiver. And then there's another aspect that you have with the vision cone that you can't, you don't that's rant that you don't have anymore and that's being able to hold safeties in certain positions because you're looking this way and then you happen to hit the well, you i mean
0: you didn't need the vision cone to do that i mean i could do that in, in Madden right now not even playing the game
1: no 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 throwing to, I'm like that what happens with uh in in the current game they look on their own. You don't you don't control their head movement.
0: No, I'm talking about Madden 08. I mean Madden. Oh yeah, that's, that's Madden 08.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah I don't Madden to, 8. I don't, yeah,
0: I don't need the vision cone to do that, but I, I get what you're saying. It's just yeah. that it's just that the program of the current games just have that issue that Yeah, but they, not
1: but not a lot of people are playing Madden 08. Well, so. they need
0: to get the game to play like that so more people actually play it.
1: And, that, and that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm like, talking about. Because if, you, if, if the announcer in the game is going to sit there and say, hey, he was able to hold the receiver, he was able to hold the safety by looking one way and then dumping the ball off in a different direction. And it's just like, well, when I look at the replay, I want to see that happen, and it doesn't happen. So, and I don't have no control over his head movement. And that was supposed to be a very important thing you were going to be able to do, especially with punt fakes.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Also, Young Noble says that I don't think that sports games are going to be anything major on first release on the new consoles because they're not going to know how to maximize full potential. All right. I got a question about that. When we talk about maximize full potential, are we talking about programming or are we talking about graphics? Because that's what most people learn. You know, that's what most games are doing. They're maximizing the graphics and the performance as far as frame rate, but they're not really – maximizing what they can do as far as programming the game to do different animations or different type of AI or just having, you know, a differentiation of players. Like when you played the PlayStation 2 version of these games, you could see where when Madden 01 came out, you know, they didn't have certain tackle animations. But by the time the game came out later on and you had Madden 11 on PS2, you had all different types of stuff. With this Madden here, with this generation, I'm not even talking about the PlayStation 3 generation because everything was pretty much the same throughout the entire time. The only difference was they just toned it down to make it play a little bit better. This generation added animations with, you know, um, air superiority, some conservative tackles with some of the conservative tackles which just all animations put back in. Um, different catch animations were actually finally added that was supposed to be in since Madden 25. You know, they, they you saw them actually do it, but at the end of the day, they really never, um, they they really never uh, added to what the AI can actually do. So therefore, certain plays that you ran back in 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 previous Maddens, they still worked as a legacy issue. So it, it when we talking about these new consoles maximizing potential, are we really talking about them actually making a full fledged game, or the game is finally going to run at 120 frames? That those are two different
1: things. See, and, and the funny thing with that is that when games are moving to the next gen, they should have already maximized the previous gen. I, the, I don't even think sports games have maximized this current gen. Uh, it seems like they're they're always, when they go to next gen, it always seems like they're a couple of steps behind. Like, I feel like if you're going into a new gen, you, you should be the max. And, and I see it in the question is that you should maximize the current gen so you can be at the base level of the new gen and then work from there. I'm like, that's what it should be. Right. But you know, as far as whether it's programming, graphics or whatever, it should always be okay. It's just like, um, each level of schooling, like you, you go from fifth grade. Well, some places they go to sixth in elementary school and then they go to middle school. In my case, fifth grade was the end of elementary school. And now you have the base of middle school, get to eighth grade, uh, you go from the, the higher end of middle school to the low end of high school. I'm like, that that's the way it should work. But these companies, they, short, they shortchange people with anything they, they put out there. But the only games that really seem to maximize the current gen are the games that don't come out every year. That's actually, that's a organic issue well, I mean that's another. Are area. Sports, with, yeah. yeah,
0: sports games are not dealing. They're dealing with situations where they have to come out every year. It's kind of Kurt telling them anyway. So, and to be honest, that that may be come to maybe coming to an end next generations. But that, you know that one could actually hope. Uh Let's see. Ravens Chris Nation Thomas, put in. Oh, go no, go ahead with
1: Kurt. Uh, Chris Kurt. Thomas
0: always said that. um but that's sim. You just put on sim mode and the vision combine the throwing meter to me would be the perfect throwing mechanic, in my opinion.
1: No, no, it
0: uh, no. would be bad
1: though. It, it it wouldn't be bad, but it's the court. The play quarterback is too dynamic of a position to have both on at the same time. Yeah, it's too dynamic of a situation because remember, you it's it's a good idea in theory. If you have the time, which at quarterback, you are not gonna have the time <laughs> to sit there and be able to like do it all at once. Move the cone, snap the cone, and then you're possible the meter, you're talking about holding it and then releasing it at a certain time, which already accounts for bullet, uh touch and lob. So I don't
0: I don't I don't have a problem with the way the throwing mechanics are in current games. They just need to mean something. I mean, when you do press, like you said, bullet, you know, lob or, you know, Mm -hmm. touchback, I don't have a problem with it. Just They just need to mean something. Like, when you throw with a certain quarterback, they shouldn't be throwing the same as the next quarterback. And I think that's one of the problems that we do have is like, like for me, I can play certain games. If I put a certain quarterback in, he's just not going to make the throw. Mm -hmm. They're just not. And, and, And that's how it's supposed to be. They're not supposed to make that throw. But you have, you know, like Kurt Madden's. Like you can pretty much make certain throws with most quarterbacks. I'm not saying that there's no differentiation, but for the most part, if you're a middle of the road quarterback, you can make him, you can make him into something bigger than what he is. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that we really need to think about because you want something a little different. Maybe, you know, with the program, maybe they can do something like that.
1: Well, they need to figure something out. Like I said, Trip Hawk, as far as Madden is concerned, Trip Hawkins is still out here in these streets. <laughs> they want to figure out what the source code is so they can finally fix all the legacy issues. Man, why? What, what about their ego is so hard about just asking the man, like, hey, you created Madden. How do we link your source code with our current well, I mean, because yeah. they are conflicting like crazy.
0: I I just think at the end of the day the problem is they're making too much money.
1: They're making money
0: off of what yeah. they have over non-gameplay stuff. Mm-hmm. They're making money off of flash and and pizzazz and not you know not football. Mm-hmm. Um, Doug Thomas asked me something real quick. He said, "Do you think they should bring back the code? They can't. I, I don't mind it. It should always be optional. The more the better. But you're going to have a lot of people that just not going to have um." They're not gonna have good memories of it because they have they were bitching about it back then.
1: Mm.
0: You know, um Ravens Nation also said uh throwing mechanics from fever are all pro. Do you realize um fever's throwing mechanics was actually a meter? It, it, it was it was somewhat of a meter because everything was done with the analog stick. So the throwing was with the analog stick, so that was your meter. How light or or how fast you pull that meter? If you pull it real fast, I mean if you pull the analog stick, it'll be a bullet. If you tap it, it'll be a, a, a lob. So it w- that was already somewhat of a meter. Who um, is in the chat? What's going on? How you doing? Um, uh, let, let's switch over to, like, um, I know we talked about basketball a bit. What do you think they really need to do with, with NBA 2K or even if live come out? What do you think they need to do with that?
1: Well, I put out a tweet uh, earlier in the week and – it seems like they're, like what's going on with those games, what's going to happen with next-gen, it seems like the community is going to carry live into the next generation. And I think the devs are going to carry 2K into the next generation with the community, the 2K community, pulling down the franchise. And it's already, and to me, from what I'm seeing, it's already starting. I'm like, the fact that the community has gotten these devs so off-focus from the basics, like controller settings not being addressed for years, I'm like, that's a basic thing uh, to simple one-to-one movement. I'm sitting there looking at Zara's stream, and I'm sitting there trying to figure out, how can I get my player to move like that? But it's just like, okay, well, what, what are your settings? But what's going on in your game where I can't get the same type of flow, whatnot, uh, from the AI? Um, with the live community, these devs are just—they've wasted a whole generation with live. It's a shame what what that team and you know you do have some hardworking devs over there, but it's just a shame what they have done with this uh, franchise to the fact that you've gone through two cancellations. Uh, The only thing they really produced that survived was the street portion of it. That's why everyone's clamoring for an NBA street title. Right. So it's just like you did all this to bring back a uh, a series that was about NBA basketball. And the best you can do, the best you were able to do was produce an NBA street product under the guise of NBA Live that's i'm like and the community kept is going to keep that going i don't know i really don't know what besides get, probably get a new dev team refocus them get them in the locker room put a fire under their ass and figure out what do you really want to do because last generation it was supposed to be that we were different it was supposed to be about let's start with the basics let's um Focus oh, oh, on the basketball. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, I'm gonna be quite honest, DJ. I don't think the game is ever coming back. I'm just gonna be quite honest. I don't, especially if it comes up on the NBA Live. It, it's a death wish. Nobody's gonna buy the game. Nobody's going to really, you know, care for the game. It has a bad reputation. If, if EA Sports want to make a basketball game, they either make an NBA Street or if they want to make a sim game, they need to ditch the game, ditch the name NBA Live because the game has a bad connotation to it. Now, do I think? That they can make a game, y'all think they can make a game. I just don't think NBA Live the game will come back. If it does, they're going to probably get maybe a hundred, maybe two hundred thousand copies sold, and that's being generous. Mm. And I, I, that's just how I feel. I just, I mean, when you look at Live, Live just going to have to come out with something really, really good to be even on close with Two K, because Two K, I'm going to tell you right now. 2K visually is going to go to the next level. 2K mm-hmm. is going to give you even though with the monetization is kind of weird, they're going to be giving you somewhat something that's consumer, i ain't going to say consumer, that's gamer friendly to the gamers that they're going to want to buy their shit. Live is just Live is going to be left in the dust with that name. They're just going to have to come out with another name. They're going to have to come out with a different concept. And quite frankly, they should have did what they did with Live 16 and just made it a street ball game. You know, the, you know, something like that would have been better. And, you know, but if they try to compete with 2K, I don't think they're going to, you know, it's, it's not going to go well for them. And mm-hmm. it, I hate to say it, but that's going to be the case. Yeah, that's. You know, yeah, I mean, I mean, can... Doug Thomas just said the same thing. He said live is finished. You know, and I mean, and, and, and that doesn't make that. I, that doesn't mean that EA Sports Basketball is finished. You you just can't come out with a game with that name anymore. You just can't. I mean, you know, people look at that name and be like, "Oh hell no, I'm I'm not buying it because of the name." They're just not. I mean, it's it it just has a bad connotation to
1: it. Honestly, I'm just tired of the same companies that have been doing like the have been doing basketball, hockey. Uh, obviously, it's 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 automatic with football. I'm tired of the same company. I'm tired of seeing their interpretation of these sports. I want to see other companies attempt to do these sports. I want to see another company do a hockey game. Like 2K actually had the better hockey product.
0: Yeah, Um, that's why I feel about Madden. I think Madden is, I I have a lot of jet lag from Madden. I'm seeing the same thing for 14 years. And it's not that I want Madden to go away. I think it's just time to see something different. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think I don't care how much somebody likes Madden or loves Madden, I just think that is an honest and fair uh opinion to have. Just let's let us see something different at this point,
1: yeah. And and Bravest Nation put in there if you want to put his uh quote up, he says, I'm just waiting till you pull it up. No, I already
0: put it up, it's good. Oh, okay,
1: oh, I'm sitting here looking at it, delayed and whatnot. Uh, basically says, I'm more tired of EA ruined basketball and shoot definitely they were on battlefield along with a few other game series yeah ea has been the eater of all gaming studios that they acquire and then any games they pick up they they run it into the ground um battlefield definitely has been i haven't touched battlefield in a in months
0: well i will say that- this battlefield 5 was fine until they killed off the ttk Battlefield was a battle because you got to think about it. At one point, Battlefield was so terrible, headshots wasn't even registering. Now, I'm pretty sure Poo could, he can attest to this. I mean, it was really bad for like a good three or four months. And then they fixed it in like the next six or seven. It was really smooth. And then now the TTK thing, nobody wants to play the game now. You know, I mean, that that's just the thing. Battlefield Five was actually on point at one point, you know, <laughs> You know, but I, I think I think it's the thing is even people could feel that EA ruined these games, and I feel that you know they have they, they could have done better overall. I just think at this point it's not even about them ruining these games, it's just that you just want to see something d- done differently. You well, just want to see somebody's ideas being implemented differently with the sports.
1: Well, with backfield it was more the um, the create one of the uh, developers at Dice. That pretty much stuck a you know, that pretty much shot uh, Battlefield in the foot. It was one of those instances where they wanted to make it more, they, they definitely aimed it as a, because it was supposed to be based on World War II and they made it loosely, they, like very loosely based on World War II. They made it so they basically put the SJW. Yeah, they, the they put, that, they on put that- it yeah,
0: they and put then, the SJW spin and, and then,
1: on the then And then they doubled that da- the guy doubled down on it. Now the guy is no longer with dice because mainly because he took so much heat for it. It was just like, well, what is what I wanted to make a game so my daughter would be able to look and see that she could, you know, pause she belonged. And I was just like, but it's World War Two. What is she learning about World War Two? That was the point. That was the reason why you went back into the world wars you you did world war one correctly world war Two needs to be done correctly too i'm like that was your intent that you went well, I mean, back in is- time to to recreate not recreate history but to like simulate the environment around that time period and really? you don't get you, i don't not that i've fought in world war Two or anything but when you watch the documentaries of world war Two. There's stuff in Battlefield Five that you don't see or feel, in is, that that should have been there. Ooh, excuse me. The thing
0: about Battlefield, like they they tried to tell us they were trying to teach us something, and they was the one that was uh giving us a bad lesson with um with the SJW stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh,
0: but nevertheless, it's just you know they need to just just make the games like with um Ravens Nation said right here. The last real battlefield was Battlefield 4. Bad Company 2 and BF3 was his favorite. Well, Battlefield 4 did an excellent job of depicting war. You know, even mm-hmm. it, it wasn't as sim as like a um a, a squad or an insurgency, they did a good balance of both where it was like military sim, and it was still like a fun game to play. You know, they did a good job with that. Um let's see. Pooh said, uh, I want you to know that um that game has so much potential. He's talking about uh BF five, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not going to talk about Anthem. Uh, yeah, Anthem. You know,
1: Nobody's talking about Anthem. That's yeah. how bad that game is. And
0: and I'm not even going to I'm not even going to say that's definitely EA's fault. One hundred percent. I just don't think the devs made a bad game at the end of the day. I, I just don't think the game was a good game. If Isn't It free good to
1: play at the moment.
0: I don't know what it is, but it it was a good it was a good looking game. But the whole concept, the shooter looter stuff with with whimsical characters, is just is just not. It just wasn't a good fit. I just, I, I think, I think it was just a bad game in general. It just looked cool in the trailer. Chris Thomas also said, "I want somebody else with their own vision for a football game." Yeah, like when we was young, we had four different types of NFL games. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. mean, it. it, I don't even need that that many. Just give me one. Just give me another company that's trying to do something with the NFL license. I, I would like to see that. Um. Think Ravens Nation also said that companies need to lead the World War II Vietnam atmosphere. The PC companies only good uh, World War II thing was done correctly was on console was Medal of Honor, and the early version of Call of Duty. Yeah, well, that is true. World at War was really good. Um, the first um, Call of Duty Two was good as well. Um, I do, I do, I do remember that. Um. Let's see. Ravens they say. Do y'all remember a game where everything was destructible? EVA never released it in
1: 2015. Battle yeah. comp, Bad Company two, a lot, a lot of the environment was destructible. Uh, right, so right, it was Battlefield. So, and then they kind of they went back on they, they definitely see. And it's funny because they had that they had Bad Company two, and then they did Battlefield three where they scaled back the, the destructibility. And then they did Battlefield 4, that's when they went like, okay, we don't have destructible environments, but we have set pieces that are destructible. Like the giant tower at uh I forgot at Shanghai, uh where you hit certain points and then that tower comes crumbling down. To this day, that is probably the best looking set piece of destruction. I, I forgot what they called it. Levolution. Levolution. Uh, that was the you know best depiction of a of anything collapsing in the middle yeah, that, of the that, game. No, that, that was pretty good. That I'm... could completely change the environment that you fought. fought it, in, it, right. it, changed, it changed the entire map. Actually. Right. And Battlefield Five actually went back to the formula of Bad Company Two. So I'm like, that was a good thing that I liked about uh, Battlefield Five, but everything else is just total crap. I yeah, mean, Bad, not total crap, but, you know, you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, Bad, Bad Company 2 was really fun to get. It, it was so fun that I ended up having to get it on PC. I got a physical copy of it on PC when I was at Micro Center at one time. And I've been playing it on PC for, like, the past few months on and off. And mm-hmm. it, it's just amazing how much, you know, detail they have in that game when they actually started to use Frostbite the way it was. Like, they, they've been toning back Frostbite is in the sense of first-person shooters for a while now, but when it was used to the high level its potential – it was really good. Like for instance, if you have a if you have an Xbox One right now, go to um and I'm, and people still play this game. Go to Battlefield 1943. It's free on Xbox Game Pass. Just download it and just watch the the destruction in Battlefield 1943. That destruction is better than some of the games that EA has put out on recently. It is it's a shame where they just don't use that level of destruction like they used to because it was actually you know. Actually, really, really good. You know, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just kind of weird how they don't, they don't use that anymore. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's just something that it really, um, is something to think about. Maybe, like we said, in, in the next, you know, consoles, you know, not only with sports gaming, we will. I think definitely outside of sports, we will see a jump in other games, like a, uh, you know, because Battlefield, the next Battlefield is not coming out to twenty twenty two. So we we should expect to see a really big leap in that, you know. Um, I don't even know what Call of Duty's doing, but I like what Call of Duty did with the current game. That game is actually pretty decent outside of the craziness on multiplayer. But Call of Duty's always been jacked up on multiplayer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, you, but you see, like these other games, that I I think it's gonna be really, it's gonna be really fun to watch. I don't think it's gonna be anything that'll blow us away because uh. I'm just looking at the specs. I think it's gonna be just a high end type of PC that's actually gonna um give us some type of um satisfaction when it comes to I mean some type of performance boost where it should have been in the first place. I think more games will be 60 frames. Um hopefully the resolution will stick at the same time. And yeah. I, I just think at the end of the day it will it will work. And um I'm, I'm I think that's gonna be great. So I um, uh that's just my two cents on that. Um, Anything else you got to add to that?
1: I really don't have anything else. I felt like I, I ranted earlier about what I wasn't looking forward to um, going into uh sports gaming 2020, especially with the new consoles. It's just that they, they a lot of games, and, and don't get me wrong, it, you know, I look at 2K and they definitely gave, the standard as far as depth and modes. So when it comes to modes, a lot of the sports games did it very well. It's just that, you know, Madden and Live kind of, you know, shit the bed when it came to that. Because and it, don't let anybody tell you any different. Yes, Mutt is the reason why we don't have the depth in franchise. I, I don't I don't believe it for one second that um but didn't have anything to do with why that's people keep saying that you've got
0: to think about it once you once you realize that when they decided to give superstar KO not only a mode of itself and Mm -hmm. when they enhanced that mode before they did um franchise that's all you needed to know when it came to uh how you really how they really feel about franchise mode because franchise mode is their longest standing mode and they act like they can't do nothing with it but with Superstar K or brand new mode, they did everything with it.
1: And then like, also, oh, there's one more thing. I, I just, just realized this. This was also the generation where the, where the devs got chased off of Twitter. I got to think about that. It, and you know, and I, I didn't
0: even think about that. And the devs, most devs haven't been back since.
1: Right. And it's just like, well, maybe you should address the issues or maybe the suits, about, like, particularly in Madden, maybe the suits should have like giving you the reins to be able to address these issues. So you wouldn't have been chased off of Twitter. And then I think in two cases, it was just sensitivity levels on, on Adele's part. I know bills has had an issue. Well, you and bills, I think have a particular issue with was Czar and Mike Wang. I, what did I get? What nickname did I give him? Um, I can't remember. I, I forgot the name chat. If you can remember the nickname, there's bills. Yeah, if there was a nickname, you gave, didn't you call him Twitter Mike? No, I called him something else. Oh, I called him Twitter Mike, I think. Um, it was something happened to like he was a pushover or something like that. I can't remember the nickname I gave him. Um, damn, it was a good one too. I think, I think we all shared a laugh over it because he just wanted to like fix stuff for everybody, he wanted to like please everybody. And the thing is, it's like when you I'm not a game dev, but come on, if I was making a game, I would know damn well that I'm not going to please everybody with what I'm about to make. And then if there was an intent for making this game the way I made it, I would. that would be my hardcore base of why I don't make certain changes. And then people would have to adjust to the way I made the game. But unfortunately, the industry is about making money off the game. So there is a next game, and for the yearly titles, that means there is a next game. You're fulfilling your um, your targets for the licensing deal. So, hmm. but we got bills here, so that's... yeah, my
2: fault. I'm late. I was I was recording, man. No, no, no
0: you good. You're good. You're, good. Uh, you're,
2: good. That, you're good. Daniel hit me up on Facebook. I was like, yeah, no, I'm trying to get in there as soon as possible. And now, if your
1: account will go up. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, uh, it's all good. No worries.
2: What y'all been talking about?
0: Um, just same stuff that you see in, um in the uh the stuff I'm like in um in the topics. You know, basically that's all we've been talking
1: about. Yeah, and um, we kind of yeah. hit. Uh, it was a third topic that just organically popped up, and it was pretty much about uh like our coach, like our experiences, like not just in college, but like coaches that you've come across that taught you. I think it was under, really under the guise of, you know, us being African-Americans and being coached Mm -hmm. and like how, you know, certain coaches have instilled in us things that other coaches that we've had, that we played under just didn't take the time to do. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. So, So, I mean,
0: it's just been pretty, pretty, um, pretty steady today. A lot of guys in the chat's been um, actually putting their uh, two cents out about these games and, College playoffs and uh, you know not too much anything uh but anyway any uh but, the, but let's,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. oh go ahead what you about to say I'm I mean?
1: about to say let's go back to the uh the college playoffs bills
0: yeah you that's know, what I was just
2: about to say um what are the matchups yeah uh, Oklahoma
1: and LSU. LSU yes that's yeah, oh, one versus oh, four
0: yeah and you got um, Ohio State versus um Clemson. Um, Oklahoma has three players that are, I think, three starters out due to suspension.
2: So, so my thing with Oklahoma, I don't really think that Oklahoma's going to be able to slow down LSU. That's the first thing. Um, I have no question LSU can somewhat slow down Oklahoma, but I don't think Oklahoma can slow down LSU. That's, so pretty, got,
0: much, that's pretty much what I was saying as well. So, so
2: yeah, I got man, LSU on not. that one. I definitely got LSU on that one. Um, I think the Ohio, Ohio State one's a bit more difficult. Um, this is gonna be the best offense they've faced. Um, I want to go with Clemson, but oh man, this is tough.
0: Yeah, it was uh Uh, to me, to me, I basically said it was a push him game. Yeah,
2: because I feel like I feel like this will be the first, like you know, all American defensive lineman that Lawrence is really gonna have to face uh with Chase Young. I don't know what they're gonna do as far as blocking him. Cause he can wreck the game for him, but I'll, I'll go with Clemson. I'll go with Clemson in a nail biter. I think Lawrence will ball out, but I mean he's had a couple
0: shaky games this year, so. Um, I, I I think the I think Clemson's defense is kind of suspect, but because Justin Fields and that running back are like really good, but mm-hmm. like I said, it, it, it's pretty much a toss up. You can't go wrong with any team. Either team, because both of them are good on both sides of the ball. There's not really much strength. Um I think that Clemson defense will have a problem with Justin Fields dual threat but I don't think it's going to be a problem enough to say that Ohio State will run away with the game. Yeah, it's it's just
2: like when you get down to this point in the season it just really comes down to uh like which team can slow down the other team cuz you know you got four great offenses here obviously. Um so you know I think Oklahoma Oklahoma is probably the weakest defense out of all of them. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. So even if they do skate past the first game, I can't see them win the national championship. But what's interesting to me is that Trevor Lawrence really fell out of the Heisman talks, um, even while their team was still fairly dominant. And now Joe Burrow is like the guy. I kind of want to see him and Joe Burrow face off. Who that? Lawrence and Burrow? Yeah, I want to see that matchup because Burrow was the runaway favorite to win the Heisman before the season started and Burrow comes up and now he's, he's the guy, he's going to be a number one pick next year. I really want to see that matchup. That's the matchup I want to see. Yeah. I so. mean,
0: if you're, if you're an NFL head, definitely you'll want to see that because those two guys are going to the NFL Justin Fields. Eh, I'm not sold on him being an NFL prospect yet. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of understand where you're coming from. I definitely, Yeah. Can.
2: Fields. I haven't watched much of him, so I can't really I can't really say one way. He's your typical athletic college quarterback. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So he's like he's like Troy Smith.
0: No, I will say he's a mix between Troy Smith and Tim Tebow, because he's big and he he can actually run. Okay, well I ain't say big and actually he actually get big and actually can throw in college. Yeah,
2: okay. I, I see what you're saying.
0: I mean, you see what I'm saying? It's like yeah, I, I put like he. I'll give you a better example. He's a he's an athletic Cardell Jones.
2: Hmm. I'll tell you this. Um did Georgia make did Georgia make a, a playoff during Jake Fromm's um stand- oh, Yeah, Well,
0: they went to the national championship.
2: Yeah, they did. They did. I'm tripping.
0: They, didn't they make they made two, right? Did they make two? I, know, I thought they made No, they made one. They they one? played against Alabama. yeah. They
2: one. Man, it, it's it's crazy,
0: bro. All that talent I, I think I don't. something telling me Jake Fromm is not going to be good in the NFL. I I'm starting to question him too. I mean, now he's if, you one told, of those... if you told me now if you told me this last year, I'd have been smoking crack. But right now, I don't think he's going to be that guy. <laughs> he's one of those. I won't even say
2: Jameis Winston types. He's like nah, one I'm of not those... gonna, I'm, I'm not going to disrespect. him. no, I, no. I, I'm I, saying as far as I'm sorry. I'm saying as far as his inconsistency. If I could compare him to one quarterback in the NFL. It would probably be someone like a like a Jameis Winston. Like he has all the he has all the tools, but some games either he's just not all there or he just can't harness it and be consistently great. Cause Jameis Winston's had great games this year. And then the next game is like, what the fuck are you doing on the football field? Jake Fromm is the same thing. He'll have a great game one week. And the next week you're like, How is he still starting?
0: So it's like I got, I got a feeling that he's gonna be somewhere like you know he's gonna be like one of those middle of the road, like quarterbacks that made it to the league. Like, like he's gonna be like a, oh, what's that guy? Um, goodness, he played for the Cowboys and he played for. He came out of Oklahoma State. Brandon Weeden. Mm-hmm.
1: He's oh gonna be like a God, Brandon Weeden
0: type. Well, one, you know what I'm saying. He's gonna be like one of those middle of the road NFL backup quarterback. I don't boy, see him being one of those. I don't see him being one of those guys that will come straight out and just in in baller NFL. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's just that what you see right now, I don't see it.
2: He strikes me as a guy like Connor Cook. Remember, Connor Cook was supposed to be a guy that really came out and was going to be – you know, a bit promising as far as a starting quarterback. He never really got the chance, but Jake Fromm, I can see depending on what team he ends up, and he's not going to end up on a team where they automatically need a starter because he's not going to go that high. So it might end up being like a Jake, like a Connor Cook type situation where you just get stuck behind guys and you go somewhere else and get stuck behind that guy. It's like that's what I could easily see. Like he's going to have to carve his niche as a backup
0: because. He's just too inconsistent. I mean, he—he looks like he has all the tools to do. He does something telling me that he's not going to be that. So did Connor Cook. So did Zach
2: Mettenberger. What happened? They're not bad quarterbacks, but they—they just just couldn't find their way in the NFL. Yeah, and and that, that could be that that, and that's the issue when you start trying to. Um, assess quarterbacks like in college. Obviously, you can see the guys who are going to go to the league and just kill it. But nowadays, it's not it's not that easy. I mean, the thing is, the thing
0: is nowadays when you look at scouts that are watching players. Yeah. When you look at it, scouts just watching players, that's basically what they're doing. They're, they're they're learning and they're seeing what they have in front of them as far as off the field, because on the field everybody can see what they can do. And we're not saying that we're experts in anything, but we can see enough to know, like, wait a minute. Like I knew Dak Prescott was gonna be an NFL quarterback. I-, I saw that in Mississippi State. I knew he was gonna be something. I didn't think he was gonna be like a, a a starter that he was, but I didn't think he was gonna be one of those guys that's just not gonna be there.
1: You know, a mm-hmm. Carson
0: Wentz, or when you had like um other players that came out, like um oh who who else? Like when I when I saw uh, what's the guy that used to play for? The one that you always ragging on, uh DJ. Ooh. The uh,
2: DJ's, the one DJ's always riding
0: on. Yeah, the one DJ I was talking about.
2: Um, play for the Vikings. Oh, oh Kirk. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt. Yeah,
0: I knew. I knew Kirk was going to be pretty decent. I knew that. Well, like, I was
2: talking about. I was talking about. I didn't understand why Washington took Kirk, and then obviously we saw why. But like, I was like, why are they taking two quarterbacks who are eventually going to be starters? Right. Put him on the same team and then I said, Oh, a mutiny. I get it. <laughs> but but like but like, that's what I was saying. Is like Kirk Cousins came out and I was very high on Kirk Cousins. If people remember.
0: Um but
2: yeah, it didn't make sense. Like, why they put him on the same team.
0: Right. And then my main thing is like, yo, you drafted him in the what the third, fourth round, and you already had RG3 as like top right. one top ten pick. Like, why would you do that? That was kind of you know,
1: and the funny thing about that was like the media, the local media and and fans are just trying to turn each turn them against each other when it was never that way between them two, and that's the crazy part. All right. So I have a,
2: uh, I have a so I have a question for y'all. Um, Hurts is gonna come out this
0: year. Do you think he? I mean, obviously, he gets drafted. What round do you think he gets drafted? I, I, I'm gonna be surprised if he actually gonna be picked as a quarterback. I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. He I'm he still saying, has problems throwing the ball. I, I say, mean, I
1: say well, second, yeah. like maybe late second, early third rounder. Hmm. I mean,
0: the thing is, he's going to be a part of that phenomenon because you had a Lamar Jackson and and others actually be you know successful. So I mm-hmm. get it, but I I I I I don't even think he has the arm of those guys. I you said years,
2: I said this years ago, and I maintain it regardless of what I've seen this year against a weak Big Twelve that can't stop anybody. Um. I don't think he's going to be a quarterback. I That's think what I'm saying. he may be drafted as a quarterback. He will not be a quarterback past the first or second year of his career. I could easily see him being drafted somewhere in the third round, and I could see a team that says, you know what, fuck it. We'll try him at quarterback, but in the back of our minds, we know for a fact like it's going to be like a Brad Smith or Terrell Pryor type thing where mm-hmm. – You'll use him in certain formations, like they do Taysom Hill. Same thing, and he'll be even even more dangerous, Taysom Hill, because he's a lot more athletic. No, no, not against Taysom Hill, but I mean, he's an elite athlete. He is that. Um, but it's gonna be it, it's gonna be very interesting to see which team takes him and 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 when they take him. Like, how far is he gonna drop? Obviously, he's not a first rounder. Probably in a second rounder, third to fourth might be. Where he gets picked somewhere along there, Mm. and it won't be a team with a real need for quarterback. I don't think. I think they'll just take a chance.
0: Yeah, I I don't see. I don't see it personally. I mean, I mean, I see him probably getting drafted, but I don't see him being anything special. It's just I've always had my reserves about Jalen Hurts when he first came in, even in college. It's just something. He's just not. He's not. He has. I mean, he's a great kid. He has maturity, and he seems like he's a good guy on the on football player. But as far as you going to the next level and trying to kill it, I, I don't. I don't see that. Like, think about this. Okay. Um. Everybody
2: bashed Lamar Jackson's ability to throw the football. And he was an exceptional thrower
0: of the football in college. See, so just imagine that's how... That's the thing. He could throw the ball. He actually could have thrown the, throw the ball. I don't, see that in Jalen. I
2: don't see that in Jalen Hurts. So that's what I'm saying. It's like Lamar Jackson could throw the ball really well in college. He got to the NFL. He had some struggles early on because he had to rely on his athleticism while he catches up with the speed of the game. That's just how it is. Jalen Hurts... Can't throw the ball well at the college level,
0: hmm. right? So right. once he gets to the pros, it's gonna be even worse, right? And I, and I think he'll be I think he I think he's a football player. I'm talking about six four, I mean, six three, no, six four, four. six two. Oh god. Hmm. I just thought, I mean, unless they, they instill those intangibles in him and learn how to read a good defense. I think he'll be fine, but that's that's all. that's almost a stretch. Doug Thomas he was, said he'll be a good slot receiver. Here's the thing though. I don't think he has that
2: athleticism to be a slot receiver, but at six two and he's kind of built. Uh damn, it's gonna be tough to really play. He might end up being like a fourth string receiver, like in a weak size slot, instead of like an Edelman or a guy like that. I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be hard for him to carve his niche in the league, the more I think about it. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was saying. Like I don't think he's gonna be bad. It's just that he's a football player, like you said, it's just I don't know, man. Like, like the thing with him that also gets me, he went pretty much unopposed with that Alabama job and everybody fell in love with Alabama's great team surrounded around him. And as soon as he ran into a team that was as good as Alabama and he didn't have the team around him that, you know, quarterbacks there usually have, that's when he really started to get exposed and Tua came in and stole that damn job. Uh, and everybody's going to talk about well, what about when Jalen Hurts came in and he brought him back against Georgia? Yeah, that, w- that was like two fucking quarters. That was two quarters of a game.
0: And not only that, it was against Georgia. I mean,
2: come it on. was against Georgia. So they're like, known for choking. So it's like I get it, but at the same time, you're a fifth year starter. You haven't been able to really mature as a passer and, and show us that you've matured to the point where you'd be a good passer at the next level. That just that's a bit of a head scratcher to me,
0: yeah. I'm with you on that. So, yeah, I'm with you on that, um, well, yeah. let's uh let, let, let's um transition real quick since you're here. You want to talk about the NFL picks that we had? I thought we did that on Tuesday. No, yeah, we're,
2: we're
1: well, about, I mean, to make picks and... about
2: to make picks. You're about to make that's all I'm saying. You, know, you said picks we had, I was like, yeah, yeah, um. Yo, my my manager is crazy. Um, oh, what I mean, happened? <laughs> she's like listening to the final version of the song I sent her, and she's like going crazy about it. And like about good, my bad? good crazy, good crazy. Oh, okay. Um. Oh yeah, week 16?
1: She yeah. We, we have some. We definitely have some uh, clinching scenarios here. I I know was discussing something with some. I was discussing some with some somebody earlier.
2: All right, this is weird. There's only three one o'clock games. There's like a shit ton of four o'clock games I'm looking at. Um all right, Wait let's oh, Wait, are you sure? Could one, two, three, four. Oh no, no, no. I was looking at
1: was, the, Saturday, was a
2: the Saturday. Saturday game. game. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday game. Okay. Um, so yeah, right out the box, we're gonna do Bills and Patriots. And I'm going on a record of saying the Bills are gonna take this one. You think so? Yes. I think they tied for the division leader.
1: Wait, which game? Oh, okay. Oh, this game playing the new. Oh boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Because there's no, so there's no game going on tonight.
0: Mm-mm. No, all the
1: game, all those games on Saturday.
0: Yeah, they're starting Saturday now. Wow, that's why I got
1: confused. I was like, all oh, these one o'clock games, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, that's a triple header. Hopefully, all the more on TV. Yeah, they will be. I'm picking New England on this one. Yeah. Um, I'm I, think, I think New England stays in it for another week. But with Baltimore, what's going to happen with Baltimore is that I think they're going to win out and ultimately claim that that first that home field throughout the playoffs.
2: Mm-hmm. Situation. Just, okay, we got the Texans and the Buccaneers. This is an interesting one to me because. You got Deshaun Watson on the road, which I never really pick against. But on top of that, you got Jameis Winston, who's been playing pretty well. Um, I think it's going to
1: be a shootout. It's definitely going to be a shootout. Give me – give me hmm, – damn, I don't – give me the bucks. Give me the bucks.
0: I'm, taking, I'm taking
1: the Texans. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with the Texans on this one. It'll be a shootout. Um, let's <laughs> – game inside the game. How many mm-hmm. interceptions will – Winston throw. There was one. Somebody asked a question. At what point in the game was he going to throw his first interception?
2: Um. Well, he's going to throw his first interception in the first quarter, <laughs> and <laughs> I think I think he throws two. I, I think two. I think he throws four touchdowns, two picks.
1: I think he throws three interceptions all in the third quarter.
2: Oh Damn, Jesus!
1: No, I I got him for three and three. Okay. Three and three.
2: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um,
1: oh, chat, y'all can y'all can chime in too on that. That's that's definitely an open-ended yeah, uh, question for everybody.
2: Uh and then the last game we got the Rams and the 49ers. Both these teams really have something to play for here, so this would be a really good one. Yeah, 49ers um,
1: trying to stay in that uh that number I think, one spot. I you know, actually because think, they, since they lost, they dropped all the way down to that fifth spot in the wild yeah. card.
0: I think it's going to be a really good game and I think the I think the 49ers to pull it out. I think Jared Goff is going to be overwhelmed by the defense and, and but he will he will get some um shine, but I think at the end of the day I think the defense is going to be a little bit too much and uh 49ers pull it out.
1: Yeah, I got I, the 49ers on that one too.
0: I don't know I don't
2: I hate picking these Rams games cuz I don't know which Rams team is going to show up week to week. I just Oh <sighs> uh give give me the Niners. Yeah, give me give me the Niners.
1: Yeah, I'm taking the Niners as well. Uh just to just to give a little update to go back on that uh clinching scenario, all the Ravens have to do is just win. Yeah. And yeah. they clinch home field throughout the playoffs.
0: Well let's get to let's get to that. Let's get to that pick first and then we'll talk about that. Uh Steel in-
2: Cleveland. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, Uh, Baltimore plays
0: Cleveland.
2: Steelers and the Jets. Um, Jets. Okay, there it is. I think Um, Adam Gase has lost his team. Said it last week. I maintain that. Okay. Uh, Steelers have to win to stay in it. Um, they're tied right now with the Titans. Give me the Steelers.
1: I. I'm, I'm okay. going to pick the Jets because it's going to come down to the quarterbacks it's definitely going to come down to the quarterbacks that's I, a good point and I think Devlin or Duck or whatever you want to call him is still shaken from last week so I'm like he's motivated to play better but that means he's going to do things that he normally doesn't do Sam Donald is going to do what Sam Donald does anyway
2: you got VF?
0: Oh, I'm taking the uh, Jets. Right. I don't want to, but I got a feeling Jets will beat the Steelers and knock them out.
2: I hope for that, but uh, Steelers always seem to fucking hang around.
0: No, uh, hey, 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 I'm telling you, if this if the Steelers win, it's not because of the Steelers. It's, it's the Jets fucked up. I got a feeling that yeah. it's not going to be on the Jets. The, uh, it's not going to be on the Steelers that, yeah, we won this game because we beat the Jets. No, the Jets are going to find a way to fuck it up. I mean,
2: it's like the, the Steelers just always seem to just hang around this time of year. It's kind of annoying because I don't like them. But um, battle the five and nine teams. Jaguars and the four, uh, the Falcons. I got the Falcons in a blowout.
0: Yeah, Falcons are going to blow these guys out. Um, Falcons have actually been playing good ball throughout the entire, you know, second half of the season. And, I mean, I, I'm not saying that to be a homer. I'm just being honest. They actually been playing pretty good ball. Um, what the hell is going on with J- with Jacksonville? Is just more of an indictment that uh, they're, they're just not going to be able to overcome what the what uh the Falcons can do on offense. I mean, it, they just don't have it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Falcons on this one too. The fact that Jacksonville has from the league has gotten the most complaints from the NFLPA. I'm starting to wonder, has anybody on the Redskins sent any complaints on behalf of the NFL? The NFLPA sent any complaints oh, to the Redskins on behalf of them? Yeah.
2: And, and by the way, fuck Tom Coughlin. Mm. <laughs> uh, he, Tom Coughlin fined Leonard Fournette $100,000 for being inactive an and sitting on the bench. He's a whole-ass nigga, and fuck him.
1: But he basically oh. was Jacksonville, though, that identity-wise. Yeah, losers. Anyway, whoa, well, he had a winning record when he was a head coach. Yeah, fuck him. That was ancient. History. And and they got and they went. Then they. It was either them or Carolina that went to the playoffs their first year in existence.
2: He he can eat a dick. Um, that, that's how I feel. Uh, Ravens and the Browns. Does anybody have the courage to pick the Browns
0: here? No. I, 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 um, my tail uh, is be honest you. my legs and I'm <laughs> picking
1: Baltimore.
0: Yeah, I'm picking Baltimore too, but I'll say if, if, if it wasn't the stakes, wasn't so high, I wouldn't be so quick to pick the Ravens. But the Ravens know they're going to have a home field advantage, so they're going to play lights out. If it was just another divisional game, it, it'd be damn near like a pick them because they played their rivals. Mm-hmm. But um, the fact that the Ravens know. If they put when it's gonna get home field. The Browns could they're they're done.
2: Browns fans are demoralized. Shit. I don't see there being any type of rivalry atmosphere here.
1: I seen uh, the comments um Hugh Jackson made about uh damn, who? I can't remember. Uh <laughs> May- May- yeah, and the comments I'm like the comments are like, look, he just needs to get his mojo back and I, I, I'm like I'm standing there thinking, why is why was there so much animosity that seemed like it was one sided between Mayfield you know what, and it, Hugh Jackson? You know, oh, well that's he, simple.
0: Let me tell you something. Like the more I listen to Hugh Jackson talk, Hugh Jackson seemed like he has a brilliant football mind. He I is. just don't, I don't I just don't think he's in. I, I don't think he's good at coaching. This I think is, he, I think he'll be one of those guys that probably be like a good scout. He'll probably be. Maybe like you know, like a position coach. Yeah, like a good position. But I, and to be honest with you, he might not be that bad as an as an assistant head coach. Yes. But just actually being the figurehead and the top guy of a, of, a, of a team, I don't see. I don't think he has it. I mean, so the thing with Baker Mayfield, I think, was a bit
2: overblown because he basically was just mad because Hugh Jackson went back to Cincinnati and it's within the division, so I can kind of understand it. But it'd be different if Hugh Jackson quit. He got fired. Mm-hmm. Um, so for him to go back to the Cincinnati job, uh, where he pretty much built his career and, uh, you know, kind of just get his love for football back after that whole debacle in Cleveland, I don't see anything wrong with that, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't taking sides in that situation. Overall, I just think that whole thing was, I guess, a bit overblown. Um, Baker clearly does have some type of animosity, but it's more so the emboldened bullshit football animosity that grows over time where it's like, oh well, he went in the division, and it's just stupid. It's it's pointless, stupid. But he's been taught to feel that way. Uh Um, you know, if if his head coach got fired and he went to Oklahoma State, it'd be the same shit. He'd say the same thing. So that's just football. But um, Hugh Jackson, what what he's saying about uh, Baker getting his mojo back, let's be honest, Baker doesn't get much blame for how he's playing, other than by the people who tell like it is, so he should have never lost his mojo. Now, he never take the blame and,
0: himself. And to be honest with you, that could be a serious problem going down the road for him, because he does not... It, it's not even him deflecting the blame. They, they just don't blame him. And he doesn't address it. So it's right. like at least Carson Wentz will say,
2: look, I need to play better. But Baker Mayfield... Doesn't get blamed. And then on top of that, uh, you know, in, in, I hate to be a conspiracy theorist here, but, but I'm going to be for a second. I feel like all these pieces that they brought in were just pieces that if they underperformed, they could blame instead of blaming Baker.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like Odell.
1: Mm.
0: So you're trying to think. So, so, you,
1: you get so him.
0: You, you're trying to think. So, are you trying to say that um, the front office kind of of an enabler? Of course they are.
2: Oh, 100%. John Dorsey is 100% a Baker Mayfield endorser. Think about it. Todd Haley was hard on Baker Mayfield. He's gone. Hugh Jackson wouldn't start Baker Mayfield. He's gone. Freddie yeah. Kitchen starts Baker Mayfield, lets him do what he wants. Oh, shit, we might bring him back next year. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's a good one. <laughs> it's like. So, so what you think the score is going to be? Uh, 38 to 14. Oh, you think they're going to get 14 on them? I think they'll get
2: 14 on them, but it'll be 14 in the fourth quarter. It'll be I'll, you know, I'll I'll think it back. it'll be one quick touchdown. Oh shit! The Browns are in it seven zip, and then they won't score again until the fourth quarter. Then it'll be a garbage
1: time touchdown in thirty
0: I'm I'm guessing along the long lines of forty
1: one to three. Yeah, RG three <laughs> is gonna play in this game again. RG three oh, yeah. has got yeah. more playing time playing with Baltimore that he's had in the in the last few years. So it, this will be another game. He'll yeah, I, and, I, and technically go up against. An old team. I just, I have not seen him go against the Redskins at any point ever since he left, not even preseason. So, have yeah. been waiting on that one. Um, Hopefully, we get it next year. Hopefully, they keep him around and then it would have to be a blowout situation.
0: Yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I think maybe seven, but I, I, I'm thinking they're going to drop 40 on him. Yeah. And I think it'd be like 41 to three, 41 to seven, something like that. Uh, so, this
2: next one also has some playoff implications. You got the Saints and the Titans. Um, I'm going to take the Titans here.
0: No, oh, really? Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to take the Titans here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing in
0: Tennessee. I'm taking
1: oh. the Saints. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna it's go. a hard I'm one. I'm going with Tennessee on this one. Yeah. Going to Tennessee, they're outdoors. Oh wait, though. They're, Here's the thing: Derrick Henry's
2: been sitting out practice. He's hurt.
0: I think. I think he's playing though. <sighs>
2: he almost has to. I mean, yeah. That's
1: to. I, I think he's gonna play. Yeah, and the Saints are pretty comfortable it's, it's where happens. they're and and the Saints are pretty much comf- comfortable where they're at playoff wise. I don't. They're not slipping any. They. they they're, they're not rising?
2: They're not falling. It doesn't seem like right, in the position they're in.
1: Hmm. Cause I'm sure after these picks, we should look at these possible matchups. Cause this is this is yeah,
2: we'll definitely day. do that. Um, yeah. So that was that was gonna be interesting. Panthers and the Colts. There's no playoff implications oh, here.
1: This two teams uh, of what could have been.
2: I got the Panthers. I think CJ. I, th- I think Christian McCaffrey is trying to, at this point, just get offensive player of the year since Lamar Jackson kind of swooped in and took that MVP consideration. So I-, I see him having a big game. I mean, come on. The Colts gave up one fucking completion. I, I have to remind people.
1: Oh, boy. They gave um, up one
2: completion. Where-
1: <laughs> oh, I'm going to go with the Panthers.
2: Yeah. I'm
1: taking
0: Colts. Hmm. That's bold. Yeah, I'm taking Colts. I think I think the Colts would beat the Panthers. I think I think the I think the Panthers quarterback would just be overwhelmed once again. And the Colts would take the win. Hmm. Uh
2: oh God. Who the fuck wants to watch this game? The Bengals at the Dolphins. <laughs> the Dolphins should want to lose this game. The Bengals will do everything in their power to lose this game. Oh, give me the Dolphins because they're too dumb to keep to start losing games.
1: Yeah, and one of us is going to lose this game because it's, everyone loses in this in this episode. every yeah. Oh, um, I had to pick one. I will pick Miami. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Miami as well.
2: Yeah, I, I, come on. I mean, whoever watches that game. Hmm.
0: Like, yeah I, I, I think Miami takes it
2: um all right well Battle of three and elevens Giants and the Redskins the Eli Manning farewell tour continues and I think yeah. Haskins is gonna outplay that man wholeheartedly
1: if the Redskins if the Redskins can't stop the run then Eli is gonna have a field day. Yeah, But I'm picking the Redskins because Dwayne Haskins keeps getting better each time he comes out. And now Mm -hmm. that chemistry is building with him and McLaurin. It's just about – now, if it wasn't for freaking Stephen Sims dropping passes and making dumb mistakes, well, you got to remember, we have three rookie wide receivers that are going to eventually grow together with their quarterback if the front office – recognizes this and doesn't try to mess up that chemistry by bringing in some, a big free agent we don't at this point we don't need a free agent big free agent and wide receiver we mm-hmm. need to have those three of mclaurin Harmon, and sims sims is a definite in the slot he has like they've described his move set as elite for a slot guy mm-hmm. and for any guy moving on that field so I'd say the Redskins, this would be a close game. Redskins pull it out.
0: Redskins and Giants, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Redskins by 10 points.
1: Hmm. hmm. 10. Oh. And actually, this is their last. Let's see. They have won a home game before. Matter of fact, I was against. Gonna... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Have they won a home game this year? Hold up. Let me check this out. I had to go into standings because I don't think they've won a home game this year. Oh, no, go ahead and make your pick. I, I'm just checking something out. Who you got, Bills? Oh, I didn't pick. I picked the Redskins. Oh, yeah, okay. They go. did win a home game, but they've only won one home game this Everybody year. They the
2: Redskins, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Next game. Oh my God, these games. Lions and the Broncos.
0: I'm
1: taking Broncos off. Yeah, the yeah I'm taking Broncos. It, Detroit's just another lost season.
0: Bronco, bur- Broncos did wet the bed. I'll give them that, but I'm taking the Broncos. In this I've
2: been game. burnt by the Lions like five times this year. Fuck the Lions at this point.
0: So I'm, I'm taking the Broncos. Yeah, I think Drew Lock's. I actually think Drew Lock's going to have a. He's going to bounce back and have a pretty good day. He probably going to have like 280, two touchdowns, no picks. And they're yeah. in Denver yet. Yeah, I, I, I'll give them at least two eighty, two touchdowns, maybe,
2: Ra- maybe one pick. Uh, Raiders and the Chargers.
0: Uh, that's a, that's, a, that's a bottom feeder game.
2: I see the Raiders limping somewhere towards eight and eight, so they would have to win this game to do that. Um, I, I'll take I'll take the Raiders in this one. The Chargers I have zero faith in, especially yeah. Noodle Arm Rivers over there. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna go Oakland on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm taking Raiders, too. I have no faith in the Chargers.
1: Huh,
2: what could have been, huh? Um, okay, here we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Cowboys and the Eagles. This is a division championship game.
1: Yep, Central. this is for the division. They're in Philly. I got the Cowboys. Holes. I don't know. I got Philly getting this one because d- Dallas, it's – yeah, I, I I got Philly winning this one, and somehow it's gonna it's not gonna ease the tension in Philadelphia for them to pull out this victory because Wentz has been playing well down the stretch, so hopefully he keeps it going. But uh, yeah, this is definitely this is this is Philly's game to win. Like I feel like like well, I don't
2: feel like this is literally a, Philly, a divisional yeah. championship game and a playoff eliminator at the same time because neither one of them have the record to get a wild card. So this is a playoff eliminator and a, a division game.
1: Yeah, because didn't the Cowboys win the first matchup between these two? They cooked them, didn't they? No, wait, the Eagles won. What was that now? The Eagles won, didn't they? The first
2: No, the, co- we had- no
0: the Cowboys beat the Eagles.
2: Did they? Yeah.
0: I don't
2: know what whatever. Oh, yeah,
1: the Cowboys beat them Yeah, they so play... the Eagles definitely have to win to at least uh that that uh head to head be even. Other than that, uh looking at the, the division record, that would pull them both at four and one. Um
0: uh, who you got VF? I'm taking Cowboys.
1: Dallas would have the let's see. And the
2: conference... Hmm. If Dallas wins no. out, they're in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if Dallas wins, they're in.
2: Yeah, so we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, Cardinals and Seahawks, I don't see any way the Cardinals beat them. Especially at oh, home. No,
0: no, I don't see it either. It would be nice yeah. to see because, you know, Cardinals, they turn into kind of a feel-good story. They're kind of bouncing back with the team they have and you know, they started off with a lot of scrutiny, and they tried to play pretty decent ball. It would be nice, but the Seahawks is going to beat them. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it, I got Seahawks.
2: Um, <laughs>
0: this is a funny game.
2: The night game is the Chiefs and the Bears. Oh, God. So here's one of those Mitch Trubisky national TV games. Oh, yeah,
0: he, he he's not going yeah, to. Yeah, Chiefs. Mr. Trubisky going to throw probably like four picks. <laughs>
2: I can see the Chiefs defense starting to warm up here, it's, either, so. it's either
0: that or he's going to be like thirteen. To, he's going to be like 13-29 to 29, 145 or something like that He's going to be terrible His Defense
1: <laughs> of all places has to warm up in Chicago <laughs> It's going to be cold uh. as hell in there
2: and then this is uh this is not only a divisional game but also this is a possible playoff eliminator for the Vikings so you got the Packers and the Vikings Monday night I shit bro if there was any time I was going to flip a
1: coin it would be now Vikings but, and Packers Monday night, I'm taking Vikings this I don't see. Right now, this doesn't eliminate anybody from the playoffs. This only because the Packers are already in. Right. Um, oh oh yeah, so oh, you know true. you know what? No, 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 no. You're right. The Vikings right. will be low. It could. It No, what would happen? It would. It would put the Vikings in danger because they have the sixth seed. Um, uh, if they would need to lose out, and the Rams or the Rams would have to uh, win out. In order to swap places with them, I don't true, see. That. True, yeah. So that's the scenario there. So this game is to either get the Vikings into the playoffs or have them wait another week.
0: Hmm.
2: So I really like, don't know who to pick here, bro.
1: Yeah. It, oh, and on the Packers side, this would determine if they're the number one seed or the number two seed because right now Seahawks I guess by virtue of tiebreaker have the number 1 seed.
2: Well, we're going to get to we're going to get to the matchups, but I always say if the Packers are the number 1 seed, they ass is going home in the first round and I'll tell you about that in a little bit, but mm. uh, I'll take the Packers. I <sighs>
0: I, I I really don't know what to pick. I'm just gonna pick the Packers. I I, just, I, I just think I think the Vikings defense will overcome with the Packers offense. have. their offense is good, but I don't think they're good enough. I think I think the uh, Vikings defense will just get over them just a little bit. Yeah, I think
1: this game being at home. I oh wait a minute, Cook is out.
0: Yeah, that's if offense, have,
1: though. They're, but they're gonna have to rely on Kirk Cousins. I know. Yeah, their their defense is very good. Wait, Cook. But, Oh, Dalvin, Dalvin. Yeah.
0: I, I, think, I, I think this will be fine. I think the defense is up enough. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm going to pick Green Bay on this one. I was originally going to pick Minnesota, but then I remembered. Cook you, is now, out now, and they're going to have to rely now the on the offense. Now, on
0: Kirk. Now if you told me something like Anthony Barr was out or something? Then, then you got me. But Dalvin Cook. Uh,
1: Dalvin Cook is their stability, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, what I'm just saying. like, Because remember, they, 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 they toned down how often they relied on Kirk's arm. Kirk has been more efficient because of Cook, and now you're asking Kirk to do too much. Uh, I he may still, start. I, I still
0: think. About. I, I think their defense will keep him in the game enough.
2: All right, that's gonna be interesting. Um, let's get to these. Uh, let's get to these standings. So, as it stands right now, New England. Hold on. Let me see something real quick. You got there. All right. So the Ravens are in first place Uh in the AFC. They've clinched the division. The Uh Chiefs have clinched the division. And the Patriots and Bills uh, Bills have both clinched playoff spots. Uh So the matchups as they are right now, it would look like the Ravens would be facing.
1: No, the Ravens wouldn't be facing anybody. It would be Steelers and is at the Chiefs, Bills
2: at the Texans. Ooh, Steelers at the Chiefs. I would say I'd probably take the oh,
1: Chiefs. No, at uh, the Chiefs, no question. Chiefs is killing. Yeah, them. Probably take the Chiefs. What was the other one? Uh, Bills at the te- at uh, Houston. Ooh,
2: Texans. That's gonna be a good one. I'd probably take the Bills, and usually going to Houston in the playoffs is not a good look for anybody in the first round, but mm. um, I would probably take the Bills in that one. So that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Slide over to the NFC.
1: So you have the Vikings traveling to New Orleans as we speak, as as of right now. And then, I'm, take,
2: I'm taking the Vikings, no question.
1: And really? Have, oh yeah, of course. The
2: Saints. The Saints in the playoffs. No faith.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. No faith. <laughs> uh, so i will go with. I would go with the Saints on that one. Uh, but then we have a classic playoff matchup between the 49ers and the Cowboys with the Cowboys hosting that game. It's even, it would have been classic whether it was going to be, whether it was in San Francisco, but this or would in, be, a, this yeah. will be a situation where people want to recede these teams because you got an 11 and three team traveling on the road mm-hmm. to a seven and 17. Well, hopefully at the time for Dallas, it'll be either Nine and seven, eight, or and eight, seven, and, eight. eight yeah. and eight, whatever.
2: I could see, um, I could see this being a situation similar to when New Orleans had to travel to Seattle. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah, everybody thought was well, like, you know, Seattle's not that good, they just won a division, they're, they're seven and nine. And New Orleans will go in there and they'll get, you know, they have a really unfair situation because they probably are the better team, but they're going to a ruckus you know it's a playoff game so on the road in the playoff game it's just you know it's crazy but I could see that being similar here I think the Dallas fans have been clamoring for a real shot at the Super Bowl and I I think the 49ers might lose that
0: one um the 49ers could lose that game but I I really don't want to get into picks just yet but it's a high possibility that they could. Yeah, we're just talking about potential matchups right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a high possibility,
1: but I mean, you know.
2: Now, who the Seahawks be facing?
1: They're in there. They're, they're, they have season. a bye. They have a bye. Okay, have a bye so yeah, no yeah. Them and Green Bay have a number one tie, and then the road would go through Seattle as we as we said, which is tough to play in the playoffs. Disaster Very Red, tough. Disaster the Redskins; have <laughs> been twice tough. twice in the playoffs. And then the fact that the Seahawks have beaten the Redskins in the playoffs three stri- three separate times. It's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah, I remember that one when Marshawn took off and cut back mm-hmm. <laughs> across the grain and trucked two dudes into the end zone. It but you familiar. know what?
1: That was also the, la- the last game. You've seen a safety uh, on the Skins rack up almost 20 tackles. Yeah. That was, uh, shout out to uh, Dowdy, Reed Dowdy.
2: Mm-hmm. But um y'all want to get into some season awards real yeah, quick I got, since the no, no. All right,
1: all
0: right. I'll, wait till the, I'll wait till the last the last game of this um, the season's yeah. over. All right.
1: Yeah, and plus we're hitting a two hour mark, so we're...
0: um yeah, I didn't realize how quick this time went.
1: Oh yeah, we definitely uh ran through a lot of these topics and yeah, we were
0: moving pretty moving along pretty well. Oh, yeah. anything y'all got in the chat, real quick? Um, yay, nay, whatever. No, because um,
1: what is he talking about? I do talking care. about
0: What are you talking about? What Poo saying?
1: Nah, not Pooh.
0: I look at man. on? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Aka I have
1: Yusuf, but okay. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> have nothing. <to> <laughs>
2: oh
0: man, what's so nah. Guess what?
1: We got him. <laughs>
0: No, I mean my my thing is just that I, mean, uh, I I appreciate him coming through, but unlike everybody else, he does not really contribute to what everybody else is doing. He's kind of like offset with different type of chats that he wants us to do. But you and know I, what?
1: But then at the same time, it, it's good to have a wild card in the
0: chat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's cool, but it's just that I just know the fact that it, it may go left. I'm I'm just gonna stay right.
1: I'm staying right in the center. Like in the in
2: <laughs> Lakers in Milwaukee are on, and Lakers are getting stomped the fuck out right now. Oh,
1: AD must be out again.
0: No, he said he's playing. Is he? Yeah, I don't doubt they said on. Um, like he probably Twitter, hobb-
1: he's probably hobbling around. Yeah,
0: though. NBA Twitter said, not NBA. Twitter, yeah, he's out there. Yeah, not NBA Twitter, not these clowns who think they know basketball so I'm talking like the actual NBA on Twitter said that he's playing tonight. They're down 14,
2: third quarter, just started.
0: Hmm. No, okay.
2: Milwaukee's frauds. I I don't buy into them once playoff time because everybody. I, I, mean,
1: yeah, I, I said that, and when we were talking about the NBA, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I talked oh. about everybody in the East is just not impressive to me. So.
2: Everybody's talking about oh, maybe a finals matchup. I mean, I guess because the week has gotten <laughs> the the East has gotten weaker, but I mean the Celtics will beat them at this point. Right.
0: All right. Uh, anything else y'all got before we go? No uh, What's up? Another good episode. Um. Like I said before, I'll do my outro first. Like I said before, there's a lot of changes. I didn't even tell DJ and Bills yet about what I want to do. Um, there will be no episodes next week because Tuesday is Christmas Eve. Thursday is the day after Christmas. We're not doing any episodes. So um, we're going to do one at the end of the year. Uh, January 31st, we'll do an end of the year episode. There'll be a year in review. We'll talk about everything that happened over the year. So that'll give us enough time to collect data so we can talk about things that happened over the year. Um, gaming, sports, um, people in the community—it doesn't matter. Just, just give us a background on how the year went through. Um, also, I w- i am going to add talk about some other things. Like I said, that's going to happen with this podcast. Like I said, I didn't even talk to DJ Airbills about it, so it's just going to be a good thing for everybody.
1: We're going to get paid. Win everybody.
0: <laughs> and um, <laughs> just, just pretty much, it's just, just going to be good overall for 2020. Uh, so I appreciate everybody who came through once again, another good podcast, another good, another, uh, thing of great content. And we appreciate y'all. And We'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Uh, what you got bills? Uh,
2: yeah. Thanks everybody for coming. Um, I know I got here late and that's been kind of a trend, but that's gonna, unfortunately only get worse as time goes on, but I'm going to try to be here as much as possible. Um, you know, I like kicking it with y'all and, talking about these topics. So, uh, yeah, um, get, let's get some momentum heading into
1: 2020. Hmm. I, I, think this, yeah, I think this is a very therapeutic episode for me personally, especially what I went through this morning. So it was great to be around everybody, be around UVF and Bills when you came in and be around people in the chat for those that were listening. This is another good episode. Uh, we talked about what we t- talked about, but has some organic things to talk about. So mm-hmm. that's always good. And um, also, like I said, go check out the, the latest episode, State of Decay 2. Um, well, apparently the ending of my first season. So <laughs> definitely Ooh. go check it out to see how it ended. Okay,
0: that sounds good. Uh, like I said, we appreciate everybody who came through, and um, I just appreciate it, man. This, this podcast, y'all may not know it, man. I'm not talking about you two guys, but the guys who are uh, that come and listen. You guys mean a lot, and you guys help the 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 podcast grow. And all we ask for you guys right now is just to you know just share the podcast uh, and let everybody know that we're out here doing this on you know YouTube, Twitch. Account download us uh on iTunes and uh SoundCloud. i still trying to get it to other avenues as far as downloads and where you can download the podcast. Haven't heard anything back, but we're still gonna work on that. Um, nevertheless, man, you guys are really appreciate it. You take time out your day to come listen to us, and like I said, we really do appreciate it. Uh, like I said, we'll be back on the 31st, do a year in review and um Definitely talk about everything that's been going on through uh throughout this past year, games, sports, and all the other good stuff. So we'll see you guys next time. And uh um, did
1: Bills do his outro? Yeah, he did. Oh, i was just just check him.
0: No, he did. Uh like I said, we'll see you guys next time. And uh on the 31st, we'll be here ready for you guys. Thanks for everything and peace.
1: All right, peace. see you guys in two weeks, and your World Series champion, Washington National. Go.